Yeah, yeah. Okay, no, no, no. <laughs> now say all that again. On record, on record. I need to say all that again. I don't know who you people are. Ah, Where am I and what have you done with my face? Give me back my son. <laughs> I have a son? Is guacamole a fruit salad? What is the best milkshake for bringing boys to the yard? Ostriches are dinosaurs. Don't piss off old people. New game. What do you mean it gives you Arby's mouth? Artisanal muck duck balls. I think they call that auto fellatio. I want to high five a shark. Welcome to Bar Banter. Relax, have a drink with us as we debate the most controversial topics in the world today. On today's podcast, we talk about should chili have beans? Is the Kool-Aid man the pitcher or is he the Kool-Aid drink inside of the pitcher? And lastly, let's say you're offered $100 million. However, there's an invincible snail that's constantly following you. And if he touches you, you die. We're going to discuss what's the best way to avoid being touched and therefore dying. But first... We have a guest tonight, Eric Jennings. What are you drinking? So I have a little glassy glass of some Eagle Rare bourbon neat. Um, if you put ice in your in your whiskey, you're a sissy. Nice to meet you guys. <laughs> mm. That was fun. You're up. What are you drinking, man? All right, perfect. I'm glad you picked me because I am also drinking out of a Glencairn style glass. There it is. Um, also drinking whiskey with no ice, um, but you may still call me a sissy. I'm actually drinking Crown Royal Peach because <laughs> that's so basically good. the same oh, thing. Yeah. And I needed something. I needed are... something sweet and sugary tonight. You know, so I'll give you something sweet and sugary. Yeah, it's electable. You could have called me. I, I I did. You didn't pick up. Uh, oh, <laughs> Drew, what are you drinking? Uh, I'm drinking what's basically a take on an old fashioned with some uh, four roses as my my liquor in there. Uh, Rick, what are you drinking? I'm busting out the old security blanket again and going with a delicious blue moon for the evening. Travis, what are you drinking? Um, I'm bringing back one of my old classics because I already had like half a bottle of it and I essentially just have seltzer water, Mio and vodka because I'm a basic white bitch and it's I just it was like I'm going to put vodka in this and it's delicious so and after my own that's heart, what I'm drinking mixed it in the soda stream bottle yes. mm. yeah I'll have to I'll have okay. to wash it out later but or else I'll get like a little residue if I try to use it tomorrow it probably will wake me up real quick before um, we get into the topics Travis can we wear matching Han Solo outfits when it gets more into fall yes and have basic white girl drinks yes, yes. The vest and the and yes, the, the, the brown Uggs and the yes, jeans. And the, yes, absolutely. It is starting to get a little chilly out, but it's not quite there. Uh, the segue was supposed to be terrible because th- oh. that was genius. <laughs> was it genius? <laughs> was it? Oh, chilly, like chilly. Oh, yeah. Uh, oh, his oh, segues. It was the best one. I see what you did there, <laughs> guys. Should chili? have beans before anyone answers small quick history lesson nothing crazy supposedly 
Chile could date back to like, I don't know, the 1500s. It may have been around for a long time. It's not overly complicated if you think about it. So very possible it's that old. Probably originated in either Mexico or northern Texas, somewhere in that general area of geography. And I will say before we get into any sort of arguments, there are other variations of chili. But I think the one that we all want to talk about today is the classic chili. The chili con carne is what we're actually going for. Maybe not necessarily the the Cincinnati chili is we're going to probably leave that one out potentially because that one could that might be its own thing at this point and not actually chili. If everyone's cool with that. Sound good. Sure. I think we'll find, we'll find, we'll find, we'll out. find out. We'll find out sure. who has thoughts. I, ha- I have thoughts. Shocking. I, I have thoughts on this. Uh, <laughs> right. So, you know, first off, and this may sidetrack us, but maybe not. If let's just start with, if the chili doesn't have saltine crackers or something along the lines, that I can crunch up and put into my chili, we're already having problems. Oyster crackers. So yeah, whatever. And it doesn't necessarily have to be, I digress, something salty, crispy that I can drop in my chili. Correct answer is Fritos. Yeah, that's fine too. Yeah, anything with a crunch, I don't care. So, but on that, if this is definitely a more is more situation, less is not more. Because if you don't have beans, it's essentially sloppy joe mix. And we're talking about chili, not sloppy joes, not tomato soup with ground beef in it. So chili has beans. And that's all there is to it. All right. Uh, I like your crunch take, Rick. I don't think it's necessary. I just think it's a perk. You know, I like it makes chili better, but... If I don't have something to crunch, I'm still going to eat the chili. I mean, if it's presented right. to me, I'm I mean, still going to eat it. Yeah. So I'll have I, I am going to agree with you. I'm not going to go too far into it. But yes, the more you put in my chili, the happier I'm going to be. I like my chili complicated. I like all the different kinds. I mean, there's a reason why we have hmm. chili cook-offs and everybody cooks different kinds. And we all want to try all the different kinds. There can't be one way to do it. And that means that you can add all kinds of different things to it, different beans, different vegetables, different meats. And I mean, let's be honest, some meats are expensive and beans are a great filler when you don't want to spend that much money on your chili. So yes, chili can, and most of the time should have beans. Before anybody else goes, I just have to add saying, I like my chili complicated, beautiful poetry. Put me and relationship is complicated with chili. (laughs) (laughs) It makes it spicy. Go ahead, Eric. Uh, I'm just going to do a, a hot take on this. So, so the question was, you know, th- does chili con carne have beans? It's not chili con frijoles. Okay. So originally, from what I did in my Wikipedia ing, which is a verb that means to Wikipedia, it's basically ah. the. <laughs> <laughs> oh, good. I'm glad you clarified. In case that. you didn't know. I really was struggling with the definition. Uh, I'm here to educate you. Okay. Man, for, for, for the seven listeners of this podcast, I'm one of them. Um, now you know something. So basically, chili was astronaut food for cowboys, right? So they took beef and fat and some other stuff and they put it into blocks and they would travel and like hey this is a good spot and they would just like cook it up 
and eat it. Just shove it in this little block of stuff, just like the astronauts with their freeze-dried crap, right? So they didn't put beans in that because they didn't have enough beans. But then when they debuted it in the 50s, then people in Chicago are like, hey, beans are a little bit cheaper. We're going to add beans to this. So as a fundamentalist here, should mm. it have beans? No. Can it have beans? Sure. Do whatever the hell you want. If you put chili with beans in front of me, like you guys said, I will eat it. But the answer to the question is it should not have beans in it. I agree. Because yes. if you, as soon as you put beans Lugan. in my as soon as you no. put beans in my chili, it's a stew and it's no right. longer chili. <laughs> this is chili. collision. You grew up in the same house. No. This is collision. No, no, we differ on many things other than there was like, there was a memo, Ben. There was a memo. Chili yes. and UGA are and, and the Braves are pretty much the only three things we agree on. Wait, I'm gonna need to know what else goes in your chili then. The chili sauce that makes it and the ground beef or the ground meat. Nothing is, else goes in your chili. I mean, if you want to sprinkle a couple of no, I am talking vegetable. You, That's if you me. are making chili, yeah, you're not. That is it. You're not yeah. having any extras on the table. I mean, some, some, uh, yeah. I will, I will bring. There's not going to be any cheese. Crackers. There would be some, I don't know, chilies in there. Yeah, chilies. The chili Spices, sauce, beef, you know, you, and sauce. You, you, you cook down the chilies and you blend them up into a yeah, sauce yeah, yeah. and you put I, it with the meat. Yeah, that I get, but outside yeah. those two aspects. I mean, that's usually about all I do when I make chili. Okay. Because that's what chili is. Okay. What about tomatoes? No, fuck no. Absolutely not. <laughs> Take your vegan themes out of here. <laughs> Drew, I have the same reaction. Wait, wait, you, don't put, you don't put you don't put you don't put tomato sauce tomato, in your tomato chili. Tomato sauce didn't come into chili or what they call chili until like the 70s. Like that's a newer addition. You don't need it. It takes away from the dish. It adds too much of the sweetness. When I just want the chili sauce and ground beef, ground beef or or any meat. Yeah, whatever. Yeah. How is that a meal though? That's that's a topic. No, it's a meal. That's if right. That's what you dog, put on your I chili. Your type yeah, that's what chili. you put on your hot dog. It's not to be. I'm going to sit down and just have some chili. That's what basic white bitches do it from Wendy's. <laughs> I don't know where Travis is yeah. on y'all screen. You're talking to but... a bunch of basic white bitches. <laughs> That's literally everybody we're looking at. I'm podcast. I got to go. <laughs> All right. Well, I'm going to settle this, and I'm on the side of Rick and Ben. Fuck off. Um, absolutely. You should add as much things it's, as it's you're It's a stew at, at that like, point. It's no longer chili. You can't call it chili. You're bastardizing what is a beautiful dish in How chili. Is it? How is it not a says the man who called a pop tart? Is a pie. It not a classification? A Just saying. How is it not a stew with your mix? How does adding it's, an extra ingredient stewing make meat it a in stew? a sauce? It's not. It's chili. It's something completely different. How? Have you, have so, you ever had the sauce so, and the meat? Have you ever just had that by itself? No, I don't believe you. You haven't. I've had made homemade tacos either. before. Yeah. And it's I just change what. Yeah, but you just change what flavor sauce it is. Either it's taco sauce or chili sauce. It's the same thing. Yeah, you're you just change the flavor of the taco sauce. filling it's, is what Travis is eating. Not just talk. Because if you're saying that that is not a stew until I add one extra ingredient, somehow three ingredients make a stew. I'm not saying it's necessarily the uh, number of ingredients. Okay. Wait, wait, wait. So I'm going to settle. So this if I out. add anything but beans, it's not a stew, but beans makes it the stew. I'm. That's where I'm stuck. That's a hearty legume that changes it to something else yes but it's a, it doesn't even matter if it's if if it doesn't matter if it's called a stew or not people put pineapple on pizza it's still pizza but it still tastes like shit okay <laughs> so you can put 
You're also talking to the wrong people. <laughs> you uh, can put beans in chili and eat it, but it's not supposed to be there. But it's still chili. It's no, it's not chili anymore. Yeah, I'm okay with that argument. Yeah. I'm just saying if you're, uh, if we're looking at definitions and we want to go and talk about stew, stew is basically cooking something in liquid until the liquid That's becomes fair. a gravy. So your argument is I I, I will point. take away that argument, but if you add beans to my chili, it's not chili anymore. It's something completely different. I don't know what you want to call it, but it's not I chili. S- I don't okay. still I still okay understand with why chili isn't a, a type of stew because stew yes and that's fine. Base... I'm okay with that. I'm okay with admitting that. That's yes. fine. Okay, good. Okay, then yeah. I, mean, I don't care that much about chili to be the deciding vote on here. If we're being 100 honest with life, but. But you are the deciding vote. Yeah, I mean, throw some look. I I was with you, Ben, with your poetry saying make chili complicated. Absolutely, make my chili complicated. I am not a cowboy. I am not on a horse. I am not. I am not eating MREs. So (laughs) times have changed. Take all of that away from me. That's where I land on this argument. I I want to go back to Ben's point where more is better at this point. If I can buy a dollar fifty can of beans and add that to my chili, and it stretches it into two meals instead mm-hmm. of one, two shitty meals. I'm all about um, that. <laughs> two delicious. You haven't had my chili. It's not chili, so that's fine. I've had your whatever the hell you want to call that monstrosity. So, Travis, if you buy chili with beans okay. in it from the store, should it come with an asterisk just to make us more aware? Well, no, because the good news is in 30 seconds when three versus two wins, y'all will now think beans goes in the chili because I had to somehow believe mm-hmm. the lie that NSYNC is better than Backstreet Boys. So it's true. Moving forward. We, NSYNC is way better than Backstreet Boys. No, you, it, that it, you can't but say no. When I come back to your house, I expect beans in the chili moving forward. Well, since, since I don't eat much chili, nothing to worry about. It's <laughs> fair. I'm going to have, have the, a chili date with Travis on principle. I'm going to make my own chili and you guys are going to be blown away and, be, and completely rethink everything you've ever thought about I chili. Mean, if you want to make me chili every day, I'm not going to argue. Uh, I'm not going to do it. Every I will. Day. I will um, change my answer. If you choose to make we me still chili. need to go, we still need to go to Hibachi. I'm still allowing yours to be called chili. Allowing. I think that it can have also, <laughs> also allowing. Have beans mine was the original allowing Mine's the OG chili. Allow Wait, could this be the first bar banter live where there's a taste off, a blind yep. taste test to settle this once and we've for actually all? had technically a bar banter live one time. Was it a cooking I mean, show? It but was also live-ish. no, because just because I may enjoy a dish that <laughs> happens to not have beans doesn't mean that I don't think that like, hey, throw some beans in here. So just because I pick one that doesn't have beans and say it tastes better that you made it, it doesn't change my opinion that I want my chili to be. Sounds like you're going back on your argument and you're getting a little weak over there. I'm not. I said I don't have a strong opinion. I agree with Ben. I want it complicated, but I'm also not a cowboy who eats MREs. So (laughs) 2022, I want beans and my chili. All right. I'm so mad. (laughs) I'm not going to be able to think rationally the rest of the episode. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> uh, i just gotta cool down a little bit no <laughs> damn <laughs> no. <laughs> i don't know where is I, that? I need i need i'm waiting, I'm I need waiting for him now to cool me down like a kool-aid or something 
Oh, I forgot what it was. <laughs> I had no Did idea. Did you get all jammed up? Five stars. Five stars. Five stars. Five stars. Five stars. I was like, what does that have to do with Snap? Does it? It doesn't. I just, I'm so bad. I just looked at the word cool on my paper. And I'm like, that's what I'm going with. I got nothing else. You just uh, need to cool down with a K? I did spell it with a K, as a matter of fact, as it should be. That's cool. Because you spell cool, K-E-W-L, cool. Mm. Um, guys, cool. I was lying in bed trying to go to sleep the other night. And I shot up out of bed, like, was like, holy shit. Is the Kool-Aid man the pitcher or is it the, the, the liquid inside of the pitcher? I don't know. So someone's got to explain this to me because I have zero idea of what this could possibly be. Uh, Count it. So this was a hard one for me, too. She said, I want to hear your research. I hope we go into the same page. I, I Yeah, well, I know you, you guys did some research. I did more of like a um, outside the box thinking, which I think is what Travis is talking about when he woke up thinking about this idea because the kool-aid man is the kool-aid inside the pitcher but if i put the kool-aid in a cup he's no longer the kool-aid man if i pour all the kool-aid out of the pitcher then it's just a pitcher so basically what i see is is he the pitcher is he the kool-aid i think he's both he's like conjoined twins almost oh, like I hate you for not picking a side i, I i'm i'm going to lean 50 <laughs> i'm gonna lean 51 49 give me a second so i think he's both and based off of that i have to say that even the slightest bit of kool-aid left in the pitcher he's still the kool-aid man but one little crack in the pitcher all the kool-aid runs out and he's dead so i'm gonna go ahead and say that he is more the kool-aid but I, I still think he's conjoined twins so i think it's both so as all way in here I, I was on that fence too because i said well maybe the the red liquid is his sugary innards you know kind of like our, our blood floating around in here and i think that's what i've landed on because if you think about it if he's just a pitcher you know no way that glass can break through a wall right that thing's gonna shatter and if you just take some red liquid throw it up against a wall no way that's breaking through so if you think about it, if you watch some of the commercials and look at all the stuff, Kool-Aid man changes colors, right? One day he's red, then he's orange, then he's purple. Well, it's not the pitcher that's changing colors. He's still a Kool-Aid man. The Kool-Aid inside is changing colors. So they're changing the stuff that's inside him. So it's obviously the pitcher. However, to your point, Ben, if you drain the Kool-Aid, he's a lifeless little piece of glass. Doesn't have any, any life left in him. So it's the it's the pitcher if I have to pick, but he needs the Kool-Aid to survive. You can't just call a puddle of liquid Kool-Aid man. If you pour all that out onto the asphalt, you don't just like look down and say, hey, Kool-Aid man, what's going? He's like, hey, you know, looking up at you as this puddle of liquid. You know, that's he can't be the liquid, but he does require the liquid to function. Because again, if you have this glass pitcher with a nice liquid inside of it, that could run through your front door. No problem. So I'm going to go with he's the pitcher. I'm actually going to change my answer because I really like the way you thought about that. So I'm actually going to yeah, for a you know, doctor you, to explain it to you. you can, uh, you know, I'll leave it to the doctor. That was in third uh, year med school right there. Yeah. So right, I'm nice. going to give you a 75% pitcher. So. so this is what I thought of. I was recently watching. This is going to be a little obscure at first. I was recently watching. I believe it was the second more recent Ninja Turtles movie with 
Is it Krang? What the hell is the the bad guy's name? Something like that. Redder? Talking about live, live yeah. action? I, only I think it's Redder. Krang. We're going to go with Krang right now. Essentially, Krang is like this weird brain, essentially, that lives in oh. a gigantic robotic suit. And I think the Kool-Aid man is actually the liquid and just needs a needs a glass vessel uh, vessel pitcher mm. thing to actually control and move a base dare we say base maybe and that i've never tried to put kool-aid into a moving vessel and therefore i haven't i haven't seen kool-aid moving around but i think we need to conduct this experiment and try to see if that will actually happen because i have only put it into a cup which doesn't move by itself but if i put it into something that can move it's possible we could create the Kool-Aid man in total and it will like form its consciousness and actually come to life at that point. You want to go right? <laughs> oh, is Travis done? <laughs> yeah. I just, I think it's the liquid. That's me. That's all I got. All right. Well, uh, for me, uh, the Kool-Aid man is the pitcher, especially because originally in 1954, when he was created, his original name was the pitcher man. Oh, and, and then he became the Kool-Aid man after marketing. So there is no, to me, there is no debate. He is the pitcher. Drew. I, I'm on Rick's team with this. That's what some, some of the evidence that I found as well as the one <clears throat> commercial from, I think it was the mid nineties. I was trying to find it again where the Kool-Aid man is walking around with just water inside the pitcher. And he's doing a voiceover about, I'm put my pants on one leg at a time, just like everyone else. And then he reaches into a closet and pours the Kool-Aid into his pitcher and mixes himself up to be Kool-Aid. I have to say that he is the pitcher himself. I need to find that commercial. Like, so we're, we're just assuming that there's it's a good. I'll show it. I'll show it. that there's a pitcher man just walking around that can fill himself with any liquid he likes. Just prefers yeah. Kool-Aid. Yeah, that is what that is what I am saying. His different Kool-Aid is essentially. A different color shirt, depending on if he's wearing red, blue, whatever commercial he's in. I just feel like that's such a boring answer at the end of the day. Like, that's fine if that's what we come up with. But, like, that, that's such a letdown at the end of the day. Is the liquid being well, okay, so more more exciting? To come up with an exciting answer? I, can I, think, come I don't know. So I really <laughs> more exciting I answer. just was like, I, I, we, I we couldn't We can all sleep. agree that he was in, the Kool-Aid man was inspired by Kool-Aid. Obviously, he wasn't inspired by an empty pitcher. And, and that's, we Kool-Aid. can be happy about that. <laughs> the Kool-Aid but... Man is actually an ancient demon that was Thank summoned you. from Middle Earth. Thank and uh, he requires liquid to function, but he is still the vase. So really, actually, uh, if you watch Beauty and the Beast, the teacup was oh married God. to the pitcher. And that he left the building before the beauty and the beast came together and got like healed back to normal. He never came back to normal. So mm. there you go. There's would you beauty. be watching beauty and the beast with your peach whiskey at the same time? Is that, yes, you're watching? We'll be drinking okay, the peach I'm just whiskey out of the, out of the picture. <laughs> out of the man out was of invented the in like the, no, 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 I'm just no. checking. I'm just checking. <laughs> I really wanted Rick to keep going. I wanted to see how far he was going to go down the rabbit hole. Well, I confused one. myself because originally I wanted to say it. I wanted to say the lamp from Aladdin, but then I ended up on Beauty and the Beast and the picture. So I had to. <laughs> which, which wasn't sentient and didn't walk right. around. <laughs> so I, uh, yeah. So I got sidetracked. I wasn't ready. <laughs> so I will say that I originally wanted to argue for the liquid 
on this. And there were a couple of arguments online about, you know, that was the the soul right. inhabiting yeah. the body type arguments. Of course, if you will. Um, but there were enough enough evidences to where we've seen him without the Kool-Aid in it. We've seen him crack and it actually affects his face. Ooh. He's got arms, like the pitcher has arms and legs. The, the drink does not. Um, and we've seen him spill the drink out of his body onto kids or into glasses. And he was still walking around. So I think there is an argument. I'm kind of on Ben's side with this where I'm, I'm, I'm going to go like 75-25 in my final argument. I don't necessarily think the Kool-Aid man would exist without the actual Kool-Aid drink inside of it. But he is a being unto himself, the pitcher that can walk around without the Kool-Aid drink. Need- some any sort of liquid i know there is mention of like would he die if he just according to rick the blood of innocence right. <laughs> that's right that is a liquid that counts now to devil's advocate because drew brought up a good point you know it, you have now you have to define what defines you you said is kool-aid man the pitcher or the liquid well are you your body or are you your soul so if we're going to say for a moment that the liquid is kool-aid man's soul and he can walk around without the liquid. Have you heard of zombies? Okay. They walk around and they're just lifeless beings. They, their, their arms move, their legs move, they chew on you. It's fine. But their souls have left their body, right? So what are we going to define now, Travis? Is this more exciting? Are we good? Yeah. I'm totally prepared so, to call the Kool-Aid man a zombie yeah, absolutely. if he doesn't have Kool-Aid in <laughs> I mean, Oh, Kool-Aid zombie Kool-Aid man. Halloween costume. Bet. <laughs> So just an empty picture. <laughs> Zombie Kool-Aid man without Kool-Aid. Oh yeah. <laughs> brains. Yes. I'm I'm willing just, to say that. Absolutely. Does he eat brains I, yeah, or does he good. go to like the grocery store and start chugging apple juice, you know, seeking his next soul and he can't find Kool-Aid? He's like, this is bullshit. I don't I need well, to find some Kool-Aid. Like any broken marketing figure, he obviously feeds on corporate hypocrisy is what fuels him through the world. Mm, mm. So I, we're really getting into it. <laughs> now, to restore his soul, does he take the powder and snort it, or does he have to, like, put the liquid in mix it? And we, we need to dive into that. That's just the blue the blue stuff. Okay, just the blue we'll stuff. The blue That's stuff. the good uh, stuff? Yeah, yeah, okay. yeah. How does he get it through customs? The water, through the Kool-Aid. That's uh, how. It's clear. No, it's That's clear. He, he's the greatest clear. drug smuggler <laughs> is the Kool-Aid man. He just breaks the walls. Oh, yeah. Breaking can we go back wall. to our heist conversation? I want to add my character. <laughs> <laughs> he was on a cereal box. But he can be. Kool-Aid for breakfast. If he makes it to a Wheaties box, then it's, it's a wrap. So I'm going to say now that we brought that up that I think Kool-Aid man is still the pitcher. But if he one day has an existential crisis and thinks that his soul is leaving his body via the liquid, then we may have to revisit this on another podcast. TBD. Yes. <laughs> All right. I think we uh, successfully made that a more exciting. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> for a while, there, it was going at like a snail's pace. <laughs> yes. But you were just holding on to that one. And you I just, was. You I were was, holding I, on I to that one. That okay, one that's actually for a while. <laughs> and I just needed a, a, a way to, to get it in there. Quietly that's actually what woke him up. Yes, this is slow. In the bed last night was trying to use that specific. Segment. How do I use snail as a segue? <laughs> we lost Drew. He went to the bar to get another drink. And now a word from our guest. Um, on, on an unrelated note, now that we're actually recording and we're, we have uh, some time to kill. From what I said earlier, it was all a lie.
uh, and I, I really do enjoy the podcast. Well, it, it's it's a pleasure and an honor, maybe not made on an honor, but it's a pleasure to be on this podcast. I am a listener and a subscriber. And if you're listening and you haven't subscribed, you're an asshole. I need to press subscribe and stop being an asshole. This is really fun for all of us to do. So please subscribe and pass it on to higher executives that pay money for these things. Uh, these guys are working really hard and it's a lot of fun. So thank, thanks guys uh, for having me on. Oh, I'm just going to play that on repeat for like <laughs> this every, every Twitter post. That's yeah. all our episode is going to be. Yeah. <laughs> Two hours of a loop of promotions. Like One fan wins honor to be on podcast with Bar Banter. <laughs> Happens to be the host's brother, but that's fine. I, I <laughs> was told there'd be Kool-Aid. Yeah. <laughs> and that's the name of the episode. Uh, Bless you. Should really have that looked at. Red. Three. Fuchsia. Eric, you have to make a sex noise. No, not that one. And <laughs> in there, count it. What? Just me? Okay. Um. Right. Right. So, a hundred million dollars. Who wants a hundred million dollars? I do. I would like. I would like that. But would you take a hundred million dollars if the caveat was? There's a snail, regular old snail, happens to be invincible, who is constantly chasing after you. And if he touches you, you die. One, would you take that deal? And two, if you do, how are you? How are you staying alive? How are you? How are you just living out the rest of your life? Yes, I I would. I would take that deal 100% in a heartbeat because A, I've never had a snail come in my house. B, we say invincible. Meaning yes. he can't die, not that he can get through my closed door. Um, and I drive to work, which means he'll start snailing his way to work. And then I'll come home. He'll start snailing my way home to a closed door. So, yeah, there's, yeah. The snailing yeah. mean, is that a verb to snail? Yes, the verb <laughs> to snail. Um, I'm learning so much this episode. It actually <laughs> was used in the original Greek. You can yes. market this as a course, too, Travis. <laughs> I'm taking it. I'm taking that deal on the next master class. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Hold on. Hold on. Let's take it up a notch. And like this snail is smart ish. It can't like talk. It can't do advanced, but it knows how to get to you. And it knows okay like that. if you live here, you're going to come back here. Yes. And you're, it, it could be just like waiting outside of your house. I'm okay with that because I can still, enough. I can still throw the snail in a way it where can. I don't touch it. it. Touched. No, I don't know. Yeah. Look, uh, come on, Travis. I can find a paper plate. I can find something <laughs> to make it where the snail doesn't touch me. Foiled by a paper plate. And just because the snail is invincible doesn't mean I can't sling it. Like there is no hundred percent. You, so you would risk deal. death. Like to fling you a think snail. of how dejected that snail yeah. is. Ah, <laughs> uh, a piece of paper, my nemesis. With a paper plate, just flinging it once a day. We meet again. Yes. I am rocking, or I put this snail <laughs> under a bucket and I put a brick on it. Like it may be smart and intelligent snail, but yes, I am risking death to sling the snail with a paper plate. What if someone comes and moves your bucket and you don't know? <laughs> That could happen. And that fills could it happen. With 
Yeah. You got to check your snail bucket, man. Yeah, check, you got to make sure. Yeah, right. You're going to have to check your snail bucket twice a day for the rest of your life. Well, well I, that's a for $100 million. Dollars, that's not a big deal. Yeah. And if anything, I can hire someone <laughs> yeah, to check my snail to bucket. That's fair. There's hire a lot of homeless people in Bloomington. I'll give them a meal, a shower, and 20 bucks if they check my snail bucket. You ben, know? you said you were going to kick it up a, another notch. Yeah. yeah. And, and I'm only going to kick it up slightly because, you know, Rick's right. I mean, it, it would be very easy to get away from a regular snail. So let's say the snail moves at like one mile an hour. You know, it, it, it moves a little. Fast it doesn't. Snail. Yeah, I know. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> that's pretty fast. Like five miles give an it hour. a little speed. Care. Yeah, like give it All a little right. speed. So I can't, I, that's how I envisioned my answer. I, I envisioned my answer that the snail can actually move a little bit. So I'm going to take part of my hundred million dollars and I'm going to jump into my think tank and I'm going to invent a few things. What I'm going to do is I'm going to invent everything that I own or plan to own for the rest of my life that's going to touch the ground, and I'm going to make it out of rock salt. I'm going to make shoes out of salt. I'm going to make it's tires in, out of salt. It's I'm going to make, invincible. I'm going to make invincible. my feet out of salt because, yeah, the snail's not going to die, but every time it hits it, it's going to shrivel up and it's going to be able to move. So it's never going to get me because it's going to hit everything salty before it gets to me. So that, things that are shriveled can't move. Is that what you're saying for the record? Uh, oh, that sounds bad. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to say a shriveled snail can't move. Or I just wanted to clarify. I'm new here. Rick, I appreciate you asking the question. I, I picture a shriveled snail falling over on its side and just like not being able to move. That's kind of the picture in my brain. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to jump in here and say I had this envisioned as where the snail could basically just get through any of these obstacles and if it's invincible it could just force its way in through a door or something like that eventually Eventually. so what i came up with was i'm just gonna get a glass ball (laughs) that opens (laughs) with a hinge and i'm gonna scoop it with my paper plate into this glass ball (laughs) and close it and so there's no direct opposite like there's no 90 degree angles in there it just has to go around and around the hamster ball. forever and then i can put it up on my yeah i can put it up on my mantle and nice. i just watch him and i laugh as i drink my expensive scotch and smoke my cigars in my mega yacht or whatever the fuck I am. <laughs> so rick real quick before before we keep going obviously i think we all here take the deal do you think that the best way of avoiding the snail is just kind of letting it be and flinging it away with a paper plate or do you have another answer of like how you would <laughs> keep this thing contained? If I'm being honest in life, like it depends on a lot of factors, right? Like when I take the deal, like let's just picking random places. Let's say for some reason I have to go to St. Louis to get my hundred million dollars. And then as I take my hundred million dollars, the snail starts next to me in St. Louis. Or is it like I take my hundred million dollars, the snail instantly appears on my doorstep. You know what I mean? So right. there's logistics into what I would do, depending on where the snail starts. Sure. I probably just live my life or whenever the snail gets closer. Yeah. I mean, I'm a petty man. <laughs> so I will probably do something Drew Drew does. And like every time I have a cigar, I, you know, blow my cigar into the snail thing and watch, you know, like I am willing to risk my life to be petty to the snail and show who the going, alpha is in this relationship between me and you're going for the john constantine that's right uh, yes spider under the glass, yes. under the glass. yeah 
motif. If there's a way that I can put the snail into my dishwasher, like Tide Pod thing, like I'm, I'd invent ways to humiliate the snail. And so, and all the while, it, it's rage grows and grows. Right. Well, it, it can be happy or angry. It's still going to kill me if it touches me. Like, unless we're saying the anger I make it, the more painful my death will become through its touch. That would be a different conversation. All right, so, so I can, I can go. I, I went a little bit deeper into this, and I have three scenarios based on some of the things you guys mentioned about where the snail is. Is he an asshole? Those kinds of things. So can I just option- say, can I just say uh-huh. coming from the guy who had zero prep time, having three scenarios, thank you. Thank you versus whatever these guys are doing, putting a bucket over it. Well, when you told hey. me like a few hours ago, <laughs> I have more. Uh, I just gave, gave you this my is best. like prime daydream kind of stuff. I'm like, hmm, snail. And then you just kind of go down rabbit hole. So, so option one, if this snail is kind of gullible, okay, so he's indestructible is he gullible then it goes down option which was similar to drew's it's not a hamster ball but a wheel he's in an enclosed hamster wheel a little piece of lettuce kind of dangling they like veggies and lettuce and he's forever just going on this little wheel going oh there's a little bit of lettuce i gotta kill this guy but i really kind of hungry i'm gonna go get this lettuce so he can't Mm. get out of said enclosed hamster wheel he just kind of goes with lettuce just wake up every morning switch out the lettuce you be kind of become friends with your enemy if you will i think like the kids call that frenemy so we're we're okay uh but now option number two let's say he can get out of said glass because apparently that's one of the scenarios and let's also assume you don't know where he is so rick brought up say you go to st louis for whatever reason you pick up your money and like there's a snail somewhere right and he's gonna come get you okay he could be right next to your foot or something so in that case at that time, upon taking this deal, I've already trained one of the prim- its primary predators as a sentry, like a blackbird, <laughs> one of its primary predators, a little hedgehog. They love to eat snails. And I've trained this thoroughly ahead of time. And though the snail is indestructible, every time this sentry senses the snail near me, this little, this little hedgehog will eat the snail. It will go through the digestive system, come out as poop. And, you know, then the hedgehog wakes up. Oh, there's another snail. I don't care. It's in my poop. And the process continues. So I've been guarded by my little pet and you can have a few of them. So you don't need to know where the snail is. You don't need to know if you can get through glass. He travels through the digestive system of a hedgehog every, I don't know, uh, five to seven days in perpetuity. Right. So now here's the last option. So say I can't train a century because I have no animal training experience, which is true. So the one mile an hour was a little generous. Snails can crawl at 0.03 miles <laughs> per hour. Now let's assume they can also swim that speed too. I figured out that I might live maybe another 60 years. So I calculated that out to 525,000 hours. So if you do the quick math, I need to put this snail 15,000 miles away because by the time that snail crawls and or swims, and touches me, I'm pretty much dead anyway. So good news, I found out. Do you out embrace that, it at that point? Are you hugging yeah, the snail? Yeah, yeah I, I go, I go to death. He gives me a little fist bump via his little snail antennae, and I go off to my grave, right? The port of Sydney is 15,469 miles from the port of New York City. So I will meet my snail. I'm gonna pick him up on my paper plate, take him to Sydney, Australia, drop him right there, fly on back to the United States, 
knowing that in 60 years, I'm going to meet him at the port of Sydney where I will meet my, my timely death. Nice and happy. Mic drop. I'm done. So I got something. So I'm a, um, <laughs> I'm a private animal. I'm a private animal collector in the States. And I call over my buddy in Sydney, Australia saying, Hey, I need a whole thing of hedgehogs <laughs> and, and I need them now. And sure enough, one of those hedgehogs ate that snail about an hour ago. And all of a sudden in six, 10, eight hours, whatever long it takes to get from Sydney, it's probably a lot longer than that. Hedgehog shows up stateside with that snail. And awesome. according to your original theory, he comes out in just a few hours and he's back stateside. And you don't what even I, know. What are the odds that that one hedgehog <laughs> has eaten said snail and arrives at my doorstep, looks up at me like, you're dead, motherfucker. Uh, I'm go hiring exotic animals from Australia because now you're being a dick because I told you I was going to die if the snail touched me. So you're a bad friend. Well, but and then here's the real question. I'm just looking out for you. You know, it's just, this is one of those. Before I <laughs> accept my hundred million dollars, I I'm going to have specific situational questions for my defense. For example, if the snail touches my shoe that I am wearing, does that count as a snail touching me? Or does the snail have to touch my like skin to skin contact? You know, I need to know these things. If the snail's like, it has to be skin to skin contact. I'm telling you right now, I'm playing kickball with the snail on the reg. Or if it like, if it touches my shoe, that counts. If it touches my car while I'm in it, like these are the, these are the questions I need to know. I'm going to have a long, the longest conversation and the most obnoxious questions before I take my hundred million dollars. That's fair. And we say, go. And, I, and I think that's reasonable to, to be a little, not skeptical, but, you know, inquisitive about the parameters of this. And, and one of the parameters I forgot to mention was the size of the snail. And if it's Godzilla you know, snail size, isn't it have different snail questions. size snail? So, so right. <laughs> Most of them are. However, there's a species of snail called giant I think it's the yeah the giant African snail that gets up to eight inches long and weighs 32 grams. It's like the size of your hand. Like it's you can still put it under a bucket. I was like, could a paper plate hold it? What are those? Yeah, depends on the brand. We gotta go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We don't need any floppy. I'm. I was thinking a little bit around. Eric, your your second scenario, I believe it was. Oh, they're cute. I know, right? It's like we're brothers. I met the snail. Right? <laughs> <laughs> Looking at pictures of the African really snail. Funny. Instead of dropping him off in Sydney, I want to take him to a place that's a lot more secure and I know he can't get out of. And the most secure place that I can think of that no one would go in and try to, to capture him because they might die. And I think it's like 400,000 cubic meters of concrete surrounding it. I'm taking my snail or I'm hiring someone to take my snail to reactor four at Chernobyl where that motherfucker is never going to get out of it. I don't care how big he is. He's just, he can't break through all that concrete and no one's going to go in and open that door to get to close to that reactor. So Dude, that is the, my- that is the setup for a horror movie. If I've ever heard yeah. of one, <laughs> drop my yeah. snail. Also, this little snail is 10,000 <laughs> feet tall. It's, if, if somebody lets him out, you've got a giant radioactive snail. <laughs> and next thing you know, probably with some other types of superpowers. If that happens, all of a sudden, I'll I will accept death if that happens. If he shows up at my door, he's the size of my house. Just yes. <laughs> hey, buddy, I've been expecting you. Let's go. <laughs> but to make it more interesting, and to answer sort of Rick's 
little quandary there. You know, you sort of have to, if you're really going to be afraid of it, that it touches your skin. Yeah. The, the odds of that happening are, are pretty slim. That's why I would drop it in Australia. But if you, if you assume it's indestructible, then it should be able to, cause again, then you can put it in Drew's little glass ball and never worry about it. So why have it go to Chernobyl when you could put it under a solo cup and be fine? Yeah, I, I want eyes. I want eyes on this. Well, so why not? I'm spending some of that hundred million dollars on a camera to look at that, and I can see it on my phone every time. I'm just be like, is that snail? But shouldn't you assume that it has like little chemicals where it can dissolve materials and get to you that way, so you can't contain it, and then it could get through your shoe. I, I mean, here's the real question. We didn't go for that. That scenario. I think we should ask. At what abilities does a snail need for you to not take the deal? For Ooh, example, I like for, that. For example, let's twist. say let's say the snail goes at cheetah speed. If it, it can shoot stuff at you, and if it shoots you, that counts. Like, what level of abilities are you saying no? Invisibility. So, Rick, I I think the the original post for this on Reddit that I could find from like six years ago is the snail is super intelligent. You both get a million dollars, and you both become immortal. However, you die if the snail touches you. And it's always crawling towards you and it knows exactly where you are. So that was the original prompt. I I think at least the most popular but one. That but I even that, from back in the I'm day. taking the deal with that because. What would a snail yeah. need with a million dollars? Super intelligent. Yeah. It's super intelligent, but that doesn't mean it can get out of a yeah. steel reinforced. Right. You can be ball. as smart as you want, but if you're. But, but it could get allies at that point. <laughs> He's in a ball. He can't. <laughs> but if it starts 30 miles away, you can't find it. Like, you don't you don't know where the snail is. That's true. So it could start spelling out stuff in in trails, getting people to SOS. work for it. I mean, at that point, it's a, it's a Bond villain. <laughs> I like Rick's idea that what, what could the snail have where you would say, no, I'm not taking that deal. You can keep your million. Yeah, that's what I want to know. What what type of adversary would you need to say no to $100 million? I would say if it, if it can get through right. any material, like if you if it's not containable, it was always crawling towards you. And it's like the game where you cheap, are. You can go through doors. You just keep yeah. constant. Yeah. Okay. Chernobyl couldn't hold concrete, steel, glass. It can come. It can swim. It's just always moving in a line, but at 0.03 miles an hour. If I could never, ever contain it, and I didn't really know where it was, I might second guess it. So if it... So con- Still at the slow speed, but no mm-hmm. matter what's in front of it, it can snail through it. Okay. It's too snail. <laughs> Intelligent too snail. to the point where like it could board a plane. I'm cool with that. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. Because yeah. that ups it a lot it for your argument about just dropping yeah. it and putting it on. It does. Which is why I'm on a car deal. coming to a movie theater near you. Can't we just snail get the snail like a constant, like every other day, give it like another snail of the opposite sex and keep it distracted? I don't know. Do snails have opposite sex? I have no idea. I don't know the reading habits of snails. <laughs> <laughs> have you guys ever played the game Scotland Yard, the board game? No. So Scotland Yard, you yes. have one dude who's the, the bad guy. He's invisible. And like every five. Wait, ter- wait, yes. wait, wait, wait. Is this going to be like Drew's terrible made up game? No, no, no. This, is, to, a, this okay, is a okay. real game. Take like, the relevance is the reason why I bring it up. So every fifth. You know, you wanted to play it. <laughs> every fifth term the bad guy has to show himself on the board. So it's like that. Say every X amount of time you get a blip of where the snail is, whether it's on like your, you know, your mythical map, your GPS watch every five days, the snail starts, say Sydney, a a random location. 
but every, you know, 24 hours you see where it is. And then it's like, you know, at, at its current rate, it will get to you. And then plus I'll, it can snail through anything. You know, one who snails, <laughs> I think it I goes right along with your it. horror movie where it blips and it keeps getting closer to you and it's right next to you and you turn. <sighs> it's a great horror movie. Side note, if if you guys haven't watched It Follows, that's basically the premise of that movie. Hilarious. But with I, it's a, my wait, lifelong so, so, goal is to come up with a scenario where someone says no to a hundred million dollars to this question. I'm gonna go down a rabbit I, hole. I'm saying, yeah, even if it's predator, if you bring predator down here. And give me a good head start and a hundred million dollars. I'm taking it. Why not? Good That'd head be fun. Start. I'll probably die. You. Okay. Yeah. Okay. That at least that would be a good movie about it. <laughs> I need to know what would qualify as a good head start against Predator. <laughs> like the freeze. Yeah. Give me a chance to spend some of my hundred million dollars. <laughs> Let me buy some coke and some strippers, and we'll be good to go. <laughs> give me like <laughs> I don't know, sixty years head start, and that'll be good. All right. I don't think there's like. A right or a wrong answer. Yeah. I think we need to come back to this at some point and, and determine what's the uh, the minimum you would take said deal. But TBD. Um, yeah, I know. Guys, they ring the, the bell thing. It's, it's time for last call. Yeah, go get a drink. All right, guys, for last call, we're going to do a little fact or fiction. So I got seven facts and or two facts with a with a slight altercation. So you got to pick which one is actually true and which one is not true. All right. So fact or fiction number one, three musketeers bars got their name because they used to come in three pieces or all Fruit Loops are the same flavor. All Fruit Loops are the same flavor is the is the fact. I'm gonna go Fruit Loops, same flavor as well. I also, I'm gonna go Fruit Loops. Fruit Loops. <clears throat> All right, number two. Betty White is actually older than Slice Bread, RIP. Or Natalie Portman actually published five scientific papers. Natalie Portman actually published papers. Natalie Portman as well. Yeah, I hate to keep going on the train, but I'm going to go Natalie Portman. It's Betty White. All right, number three. A strawberry is not a berry, or an avocado is a fruit. Avocado is a fruit. Yeah. Yep, give me the avocado, as my mom would call it. <laughs> I'm going to take a page out of Mandy's book and go for the avocado. <laughs> it's so annoying. It's, it's avocado... And strawberry? Ooh. Strawberries no. are not berries. One or they're, the other. They're, <laughs> no, they're both true. I'm gonna go I'm gonna go avocado for like the the answer, but they're both true. I'll I'll I'll, I'll tell you in a second. Number four. Zero is neither an even nor an odd number. Or the last letter ever added to the alphabet was J. Zero is not even or odd. The absence of a number. Give me the zero as well. Yeah, I'm gonna go zero. I'm also gonna go zero, but I think it's both. But zero. Alright, number five. Bats don't drool. Or lobsters taste with their feet. Bats don't drool. 
Yeah, I'm gonna go with that. Learned recently that lobsters pee out their face, so I'm gonna go. They're, <laughs> I'm gonna go. They're equally crazy and smell with their feet. So taste. Give me the lobster. I think they taste with their antenna. Uh, that's where I was going with it, so I'm gonna go for bats. I'm gonna go lobster. Number six. Twenty-five percent of all your bones are located in your feet, or the only human body parts that can't repair themselves are your knuckles. Okay, well, you're asking the wrong person. That's technically, are bones by weight or by number? Number. 25% number. Um, As I'm asking a doctor, yes. Th- that <laughs> that one's true. But yeah, by number a lot, you have a ton of bones in your foot. Yeah, I, I'm gonna give the, the foot as well. Uh, well there's 200 and... 12, 17 bones? 206 bones. <laughs> I have no idea. Uh, I'm going to go knuckles. I'm going to say foot bones, but I think this is one of those, like, it's 20% of the bones in your body are in your feet, not 25. Lots of things can't repair itself I'm in your body. That, I'm not that much of a douche. <laughs> That's fair. All right, last one. Number seven. Last call. It would only take two hours to drive to space. Or people are actually taller in space. That one's true. People are taller in space. Yeah, give me more height when I leave the planet. Yeah, people are taller. I'm going to go drive. You're wrong, Travis. Just letting you know. (laughs) All right, guys. It depends on on what you define as space, but drive can be correct. You guys didn't do very good. (laughs) (laughs) Your your websites are wrong is what I think is is what I'm hearing. All right. So first one, um, Three Musketeer Bars got their name because they used to come in three pieces or all Fruit Loops are the same flavors. You did get this one all right. It is all Fruit Loops are the same flavors. Um, Three Musketeers Bars used to come in three different flavors, not pieces. There's three ingredients. The same thing. They weren't in... No, they're not three different flavors. (laughs) Yeah. All right. Number two, Natalie Portman actually published five scientific papers, or Betty White is actually older than sliced bread. Three of you said Portman. Travis, you're the only one that said Betty White. Travis, you are correct. Sliced bread was invented in 1928. Betty White was born in 1922. Natalie, Natalie, though. Natalie Portman only published three papers. Sorry. Slacker. You just said oh, that you weren't that much oh, of a douche. being that a douche. different than <laughs> She only published four and a half papers. Yeah, uh, I had to. The fifth one was a short story, so it she was get, she was pregnant. She didn't have time to finish it. Right. It was an, it was, it later. It was an abstract. It didn't count. <laughs> yeah. All right. Number three: a strawberry is not a berry. An avocado is a fruit. You all said avocado. And you are all wrong. An avocado is a vegetable. A strawberry is not a berry. That's true, but avocado is a fruit. Yeah, avocado. I've looked it up in like five different places to double check. Has a seed with flesh. If you want to fact check me, go for it. But I looked in like five different places and it's listed as vegetable in like all of them. We don't care about facts here. Uh, Harvard Health says it's a fruit. So. Harvard Health. That's probably a relatively decent place to look. Avocados (laughs) are fruits. It's a single seeded right. berry. Ooh. Ooh. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Avocados are berries. All right. Well, then Travis so, won. Called that out. Because I got both. <laughs> All right. Number four. 
zero is neither an even or an odd number, or the last letter added to the alphabet was J. Uh, you all said zero, and you're wrong. Zero is actually an even number, and the last letter of the alphabet was J. Challenge. I knew I knew J was right, but zero is an even number. I just I don't because zero technically isn't a number, so that's why I'm like, how is zero yeah, not a number? It's, it's, it's the, the absence of a number. Yeah. It's a placeholder. It's a placeholder. Yeah. You type. All right. Whatever. Zero is an even number. <laughs> trust me. According to the one website you, you Google. Sure. Lies. I'll take I'll take an L on that one. Um, number five. Lobsters taste using their feet or bats don't drool. You guys were split on this one. Bats do drool because they are mammals. Yes. Lobsters do taste using their feet. And pee out of their face, apparently. Apparently. Yep. They do. Factoid, Rick. It's a mating thing. It's hot. Number six. So hot. <laughs> Number six. And uh, if I had known there was a doctor on call, I probably wouldn't have thrown this one out there. <laughs> 25% of all your bones are located in your feet, or the only human body part that can't repair itself are your knuckles. The 25% of bones are located in your feet. The only human body part that can't repair itself are your teeth. Everything else can repair itself. And then last, it would only take two hours to drive to space or people are actually taller in space. People are actually taller in space. They're not weighed down by gravity. Uh, apparently, yeah, it only true. takes an hour, maybe even uh, less okay. to drive to yeah. space. What are you driving? Like a, a, a Toyota or a Tesla Plaid? We don't get that specific. The idea is that right. like, if you were to just go straight up, it's only like 60 miles out of the atmosphere so if you were to put it in like oh it's only like an hour all right so yeah i okay yeah two hours an hour i figured they were both right i'll take an l on that one too i'll take five out of i think the interesting part of that one is that people are actually taller in space like i kind of get that because we have gravity and everything but the couple places i looked you can grow like five six seven centimeters in space kind of interesting that apply to more than height is what Nothing. Lol. <laughs> Lol. <laughs> it was a penis joke. All right. Any of those you want to discuss with the exception of the fact that I screwed up the avocado one? No, it's all good. So I I, I don't know if this is actually true because I don't have the, the data on my computer right in front of me, but I believe you're not necessarily taller. You can't necessarily grow taller in space because you actually need a little bit of gravity in order to promote muscle growth and do all the other stuff. However, you are at your max height when you are in space because all of your stuff is is stretched out as, as well as you can. So you can't grow any lar- larger. It's just like you're technically taller in the morning than you are at night because you haven't been walking all day. So it's kind of in that realm. So you're not growing more. You're not showing more. I guess you are just showing more in that case. So what if you yeah. sleep during the day and you're awake at night and technically well, you're yeah. at night. the idea is you're not it's, it's yeah, you decompress yes. while you sleep and you yeah yes mm-hmm. correct but if you spend a lot of time in space you're always at that height it's a matter of measuring from the bottom of your feet to the top of your head so you are taller yeah i mean you are tall but you can't grow taller if that makes sense like you you're not you're not growing your spine right is just yeah decompressing that's what i'm your, saying yeah, yeah just semantics on the word grow yeah. you're you're yeah, lengthening correct. your height and and probably if you're in space long enough you actually start to deteriorate a little bit and actually probably shrink if i had to take a guess 
depending on how long you are you don't in space. shrink but other things atrophy and you need gravity for things like your lymphatic system yeah. which is pumped by your muscles but gravity helps too so your cerebrospinal fluid a lot of stuff is impacted by which would gravity. compress you a little bit and make you shorter bam facts the <laughs> <laughs> doctored instead of lawyered doctored <laughs> all right well guys i think we did it i'm I'm going to try to sneak to the bar and see if they'll let me have like one more if I can just kind of like like get them to like s- squeeze out the bar rag into my drink because I need another one. And I'm That's just, a topic for a future. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. We have uh, a Twitter thing at the underscore bar banter. We have a YouTube channel, which I think is the same handle. I'll have to go look it up. We have an Instagram, which I know is the same handle. I'm trying to populate at least the Instagram and the YouTube channel with more stuff so you guys can have multiple options on how to listen to us and what. Yeah. I yeah. own I think I own the domain name, I do. by the way. Oh you do? Oh, I own one of them. Alright, good. I don't know which one you own. I don't know. We own, together we'll come up with one of them. But yeah. Uh so give us a follow, give us like comment if you have any ideas for topics or, or don't because we don't really care. Because just remember that this is our podcast and and you're just you're just along for the ride.